You are listening to Words of Jen, where I read to you one piece of my writing in each and every episode. This is Jen, and you are listening to Words of Jen. This is episode number 16, and it is being recorded on November 16th, 2017. This episode is being recorded as part of my participation in National Podcast Post Month, or NAPOD POMO. I've been saying on previous episodes that NAPOD POMO is where you post one episode of a podcast each and every day in the month of November. However, I have realized that this is the way I do it, so I didn't assume there was any other way. But there is. It's also acceptable for podcasters to end up with a total of 30 episodes posted by the end of November. So there's a little bit of variability in there. In this episode, I am going to read to you a piece I wrote in late December of 2016, which is titled, The One in Which I Write About My Period. If that is not something you can handle, feel free to opt out of this episode, and I'll see you in the next episode where I won't be talking about my period. There are two reasons why I decided to include this particular piece of writing in Words of Jen. One is when I originally posted it on Tumblr, on a Tumblr account that no longer exists, it seemed to resonate with some people, so I thought perhaps it meant it was pretty good. The other reason is because there is a lot of stigma still about talking about your period, whether you're talking about medical things, emotional things, or just, you know, living through it kind of things. It seems to be still in 2017 something that you're not supposed to talk about or share information on, or there's a lot of people that have that sort of thought pattern. And I believe the way to destigmatize talking about a perfectly normal bodily function that a large proportion of the world has to experience monthly for most of their lives, a big chunk of their lives. I feel the way to you know, destigmatize talking about something so normal is to talk about it. So this piece does feature my period. It is not entirely about that. It is about a situation uh, that sort of surrounded it one time, and that'll make sense in just a minute. So although this piece was written in December of 2016, it actually talks about events that took place way back in the 1990s when I was in college and in a relationship that I later discovered was truly awful. So here we go. The one in which I write about my period. I'm going to share a story that features my period, because the story has been on my mind lately. What I'm about to share happened years ago when I was in college. Back then, I was finishing college and dating slash living with a boyfriend whom I'll call Joe. Note, Joe is not his real name. We were living in a house with three or four other roommates, all male. Joe and I shared a bedroom. By that point, we'd been together for years. We had merged our bank accounts into one. This wasn't the first lease we signed together. We basically had what could be called a college marriage. Things weren't great. In the past few years, he had cheated on me several times, probably more than I found out about. I later learned that while I was working three jobs and taking full-time classes, he was having a series of affairs with other women. 
every time Joe got caught cheating. He'd try and manipulate the situation. I didn't realize what was happening at the time. He'd insist that he wasn't cheating, explain everything away in jumbles of words that made me question why I thought he was cheating in the first place. He finished school before I did. My last semester was spent student teaching, an incredibly time-consuming and draining experience. Every second I was awake was focused on lesson plans, grading, organizing, scheduling, writing journals for my professor to check, documenting what I was teaching with photos back before smartphones existed, and putting everything into a binder. I couldn't work while I was student teaching. Looking back, I see that this bothered Joe. He had gotten a real job doing something involving computers. Looking back, I believe he resented that he was paying all the bills that semester. One day, the schools that I was student teaching at were closed. I can't remember why, so I stayed home and slept in. There were three reasons why I was exhausted. One, student teaching. Two, I was borderline anemic. Skipping a meal or having a period pushed me over the borderline and into anemia, which makes it really hard to wake up, to focus, or to think clearly. Possibly because of the anemia, I have difficulty clotting. A paper cut makes me bleed more than most humans, and it takes me longer to stop bleeding than it does most people. Three, it turns out I had fibromyalgia, but nobody had heard of it back then, so I was completely undiagnosed at the time. For whatever reason, my periods back then were really heavy. Once started, they would go on for days, making me more and more anemic. So the night before the day I was off of school, I planned ahead so I could sleep in. I knew I had my period, so I used the thickest, biggest, most absorbent pad in existence at the time. Usually it was sufficient. That day, it wasn't. I woke up dazed and having difficulty moving. When I finally got out of bed, I realized that I bled right through the super thick pad, through my clothing, through the sheet, and onto the mattress. Standing up just about made me pass out. I managed to throw on a bathrobe, stuff a clean pair of underwear in the pocket, and move the blankets away from the gigantic blood stain. We didn't have a washing machine or dryer, and I was trying to avoid having to wash the comforter and blanket, which somehow I didn't bleed on. I opened the door to the bedroom and, lying on the floor on either side of the door, were Joe and a friend of his from work. They had papers spread out in front of them and both looked surprised when I opened the door. Joe knew I was in there. His friend may not have. I was a mess and a bit disoriented from the blood loss and just wanted to take a shower. So I said, Hi! Closed the bedroom door behind me, stepped over their papers, and walked down the narrow hallway to the bathroom where my thick, superabsorbent pads were located. As I was showering, I was trying not to pass out. When I got finished, I changed underwear, put on a new clean pad, and threw the bathrobe back on. I wove my way down the hall, touching the wall to keep balance. The friend Joe brought over was gone. 
Before I could explain that I was probably going to pass out and that I needed to eat, Joe started yelling at me. He insisted that I bled on the bed on purpose, that I had thrown back the blankets so that his friend would see it. It seems that Joe was embarrassed that his girlfriend, whom he had been with for several years, had a period. Joe told me I was disgusting because I bled on the sheets and mattress. He was disgusted that I couldn't control my period. Things get blurry from here because anemia and blood loss. I knew that I had closed the bedroom door. I couldn't work out why Joe would invite his male friend from work to see our bedroom. I thought it was odd that they chose to work in the narrow hallway when the entire living room was empty. All those thoughts floated away, and I don't quite remember what happened after that. I know I got dressed. I think we took the sheets to the laundromat. I'm not sure when or if I ate that day. Yesterday, years and years after I left Joe, I realized what was actually going on. Joe invited his friend over and made sure they sat in the hallway right outside our bedroom door on purpose. Joe probably had been telling his friend that I was lazy for not working. I wasn't lazy. I was exhausted from student teaching and a chronic illness that was yet to be diagnosed. Joe manipulated the situation in order to convince his friend that I was lazy. I think I kind of knew that. But, thanks to anemia, blood loss, and a manipulative boyfriend, I forgot. There was something else I realized a few days ago. Joe opened the door to our bedroom and saw a gigantic blood stain across the bed where I had been sleeping. His first response was to get angry at me for having a period. Joe didn't care that I might have been hemorrhaging and in need of medical attention or a trip to the emergency room. He never even asked me if I was okay. All these years later, the pieces finally fit together in my head. If your significant other, after seeing that you have spent the past several hours heavily bleeding and are currently on the verge of passing out, yells at you for bleeding, that person does not love you. That brings us to the end of the piece I wrote called The One in Which I Write About My Period. If you would like to hear other episodes of Words of Jen, where I don't talk about my period, you can do that by going to bookofjen.net. Bye.